it's not money that I'm after. It's, it's freedom and it's an impact. And it's like money comes on the back end of you serving a lot of people out of pain. So if I get rich, that means I served a ton of people using my gifts and my skill set. Nothing wrong with that. If you have the right mindset, you can actually capture market share. You can actually grow your business at an accelerated rate. If you do not adapt and you do not find a, a more effective way to communicate to your clients, they're going to move towards people that can give them more certainty, who can give them more clarity and that actually demonstrate they care. People are still showing up with what's tried and true for you know the last 10 years. The problem is the last two and a half years are not the norm. If you show up in love and you show up in, in service, serve humanity at a time they need you most. That's why you're going to get paid and get paid well. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have a phenomenal guest lined up for you today. Today's guest is my favorite guest of all time. How can I say this? With confidence, because I've had him on now for a record eighth time. No other guest has been on more than three times. Today's guest is like my brother from another mother. He's the finest man I know. And I got to tell you, what he's going to bring here today is going to absolutely blow your world and set you up to be able to crush the rest of this year. But more importantly than that, it's going to set you up so that in these crazy, uncertain, hard times, you will have the confidence to win and win big. I am speaking, of course, of none other, none the one, the only, the legendary Mark Von Muser. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, great to be here. Excited about this. So let's let's rock and roll. Awesome. So, Mark, you know, this show is a show that's built for the entrepreneur. And the entrepreneur mm -hmm. is a man, the entrepreneur is a woman who believes in the majesty of his dreams, who believes in the glory of her vision. And they 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 badly want to make that come alive for themselves. They want to they want to make a difference for other people. They want to make money so they can take care of their family and do good things for themselves in the world. But they right now are going through some fear, man. We're living in some crazy ass times, as you and I both know. And so they're coming here because they want to learn from you. Why are things so crappy out there in the world? And why is it that it doesn't matter and you can still make this the greatest year of your life? Yeah, that's that's going to be what it comes down to is the challenge right now is that buyers, uh, people that are out there, potential clients, they're um, they're under a lot more pressure and stress than they used to be. We're now going on, what, two and a half years of consistent, overwhelming challenges between the, the pandemic and the challenge and the response. Now we're dealing with a recession. We're dealing with seven dollar gallon gas. We're dealing with, um, you know, certain products are up 20 to 40 percent um, lumber. If you look at things like that, electricity. Uh, cars, everything is skyrocketing. Now, here's the good news. The good news is that if you have the right mindset, you can actually capture market share. You can actually grow your business at an accelerated rate. That's the good news. 
The bad news is that that if you do not adapt and you do not find a, a more effective way to communicate to your clients, you're going to not be a part of the solution. They're going to move towards people that can give them more certainty, who can give them more clarity, and that actually demonstrate they care. And one of the biggest mistakes that I'm noticing is people are still showing up with what's tried and true for you know the last 10 years. The problem is the last two and a half months are not, or two and a half years are not the norm. And so those high pressure sales techniques, the features and benefits, all those different things are no longer as effective. And so people are getting smaller returns. They're struggling more. And unfortunately, they're not solving it. They're doubling down on it. So that's going to make it even tougher. And they're completely ignorant to what's going on in the economy and the mindset and the psyche of your buyer. So that's the part that I would like to talk about today is how do we shift our thinking? How do we shift our approach so that we can enroll a lot more people and actually grow market share? Because you can do it. We have countless clients that are expanding market share as we speak in the same market where other people are going to be roadkill very quickly. Mark, that's an excellent point. Here's a question I have for you in this regard. You know, do you think that people today that are faced with all this craziness um Mm -hmm. do you think that they're to to blame do you think they're at fault for what they're facing or do you think it's something else this is something else this goes up to um it's you can make a very solid argument it's it wasn't the pandemic it was the response that really messed people up and it's like um inflation is a response to the trillions of dollars that they just dumped so these are are issues that have been done at the highest level. I think they borrowed $8 trillion and at least in the US gave out 1400 each. But where'd the other $8 trillion go? That's a lot of money. And so what's happening though, is that now all of a sudden, I wouldn't say it's, it's most people, it is not their fault, but it is their responsibility to find a way to win. And that's the key. And it's kind of like going outside and, and complaining about the heat or complaining about the the rain, or complaining about the snow. You can scream at the sky all you want. It will not change the weather one bit. What we can do is change how we navigate within the snow, within the, the heat, or within the rain. And so that's kind of what's happening right now. And I see a lot of people out there looking around, trying to find a uh, brownie, you know, a bonus point or a trophy or for something for pointing out how bad the economy is. You don't get trophies for pointing out how bad the economy is. You'll get a trophy when you learn how to solve and add new value to your client. And so that's the part two where there's been far too many people thus, you know, screaming at the sky, blaming and sitting in blame. And what they're not doing is taking responsibility and, and really looking for a way to win. Um, and that's going to be one of the first things anybody listening to this, if you want to win in today's economy, you need to double down on extreme ownership and realize that that. The storm is upon us. We talked about this for for months and actually over a couple of years that this was coming. But how are you going to answer the challenge is the question. And so there are three things that I could say that if somebody would shift their thinking on these three areas, we could actually move them forward and they can start rocking in this economy rather than sitting and all they have left to do is point out how bad it is, because that's not a good place to be. No, so let's it's not. yeah, it really isn't. And it's it's one of those things that you have to realize that you can win in this economy. You can thrive, but you're going to need to make some huge pivots 
in order to start serving people at a new level. One of the first major shifts that anybody needs to do is stop trying to close and sell and start trying to enroll people. And so that's a big shift. When people are under pressure, when people are stressed out, when people are in scarcity mode financially, they look to close people. And so what happens though, is that closing procedure is generally self-driven, it's commission-driven, and the person that's doing the talking and the person pushing and pressuring is the one that needs the sale. The buyer feels it, the buyer knows it's coming, and the buyer will have a thousand excuses on not to take action with you right now. And so that's happening more and more as buyers become more savvy and buyers want to look for solutions But they're just sitting back. They're going, no, I don't like this guy. I don't like this girl. She just wants to close me. And so what happens is people are getting very, very good at avoiding making a decision and avoid working with people like that. And what is the old way of doing it? They double down. They try and do more of that pressure. They try and do more calls with more pressure. And unfortunately, it becomes less and less effective rapidly. That's where most people are finding themselves. But there are three areas I'd recommend that you start to enroll people in. The first is going to be enroll them in their dream. Here's what people forget, that you can can sit there and argue all you want about the price of your program, the price of the solution. You can argue about what it takes to to deliver that, whether that's like one-on-one coaching, uh, group calls, doing the work, whatever. What they cannot argue with is their dream and their problem. They can't argue with that. And so one of the shifts that we're doing that we've made for quite a while now with our clients is quit talking about features and benefits. Quit trying to you know, talk about, but wait, there's more. If you order now, act now, <laughs> they're missing the bigger point. And if you start to enroll them in their dream, they can't argue with that. Even in today's economy, they still have a dream you know, in a lot of cases to have a better relationship, to save their marriage, to get rich to go ahead and build a business, to expand the restaurant. All of those are still dreams they cannot argue with. Now, the other part that people forget is part of that dream is also the second piece, which is enroll them in the truth, the truth of where they really are right now. Delusional optimism is a hiding place for a lot of business owners right now. Oh, I don't know. It's just got to fix itself. Well, hopium is not a really good business oh strategy. My God. Yeah, it's just not. It's a great political campaign, hope, you know, it's a great political campaign, but it wasn't much more than that. And so for people that right now that want to do it, when you're having a conversation with clients, start having a real conversation about what is going on with you and your business right now. What is going on in your relationship right now? What's the worst part? How bad is it really? How often are you guys fighting? How intense are those fights? How many times have you decided and discussed breaking up? What would be the worst thing if you did? You need to get so good at getting to the truth of the consequences and the emotional problems. That's what moves people right now. And then conversely, I also need the first one. I also need to be crystal clear on what their life could be if I could help them. Because there's no argument on those two points. And delusional optimism and and the reason so many people are showing up with that is because they're, they're scared. And when people are scared, they kind of hunker down and they're kind of like, Oh my God, Oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So they start to tell them a story. Oh, it's got to get better. Oh, 
uh, you know, storm never lasts. Oh, it's always darkest before the dawn. And, uh, you know, I'll figure it out. I always will. Well, we're two and a half years of you figuring it out. How's that going? If you're not pivoting and you didn't start making those shifts, 41% of the businesses went bankrupt in the first year of COVID. That's a lot to go out of business. Yeah. Right now, there's businesses closing their door left and right. And so that's a scary, scary place. So to the people that are out there, whatever you're doing, if you're a life coach, then start having an honest conversation with people about where their life is. What's really not working? Yeah. Let's get to the truth of that. If you're in the business of, of real estate, what's really not working and you finding your dream home at a price you can afford? Mm -hmm. What's it costing you to live in an apartment or what's it costing you to rent? Have that conversation. Yeah. And so what happens is people have gotten very lazy with their skill set and they're just still using the features and benefits. Well, Nikki, it's got four bedrooms and three baths. Okay, I could have figured that out on Zillow. But that won't move you to buy until we get to the point of like showing, hey, this is what it's costing you not to own. Here's what you're leaving on the table. Here's what's going to happen this year, next year, in the next 10 years if we don't get you to take action. And so people are, are starting to wake up to that, but only the top people are actually taking advantage of that. So that would be the first two points that I would be pay attention to. So if you want to dive deeper in those, then, then let's, let's do let's it. Open man. Let's up. open it up. I love them. Okay. So one of the things that I found that when right now in this type of market, in this type of economy, people, uh, what's great about it is that whether it's relationships, health, uh, physical, uh, business, whatever, is that the recession, the pandemic, the response to the pandemic, all of these different challenges are putting new acute pain and amplifying the pain in people's lives. It's amplifying the relationship stress. It's amplifying the business stress. It's amplifying uh, taxes. Everything is getting heightened. Now, when that happens, that now leads people to start looking for solutions. Now, two and a half, three years ago, everybody thought they had it all figured out. People were not looking to solve all these problems. You know, sure, me and my wife fight. Yeah, you know what? But we'll figure it out. It wasn't enough of an acute issue to have to kind of look for a solution. Well, before COVID, most people were spending on average four to 10 hours a week together. With COVID and the lockdowns, all of a sudden they were spending 168 hours a week together. And everything started to annoy people. Mm -hmm. The communication gap was present. The intimacy gap was present. The annoyance factor was present. The lack of communication was present. And that was why, you know, we've seen such a spike in, in divorces and, and fights and all those. And for our clients that were in the therapy and the marriage business and the relationship business, they have crushed it record months because they stopped talking about how many weeks their program is or what you know type of therapy they practice and how long they've been certified. And they started talking about the truth of the problem, the truth of the consequences, what it feels like when you and your husband are fighting like cats and dogs. That's where the focus started to, to the communication moved. And then when that's real and people are seeing, holy moly, this is a big deal. Then you can open it up for, let's talk about what your life and marriage could be like. And now there's ears to hear that. And now I can do the same thing and express that. And that's really critical because if people don't buy the problem, they will not buy your solution. And everybody's skipping the problem entirely, and they're just trying to get to features and benefits. 
you can't outmarket a bad marketing in the sales enrollment system. Yeah. And so what's happening is people are getting fewer and fewer conversions and that's creating more stress and they're spiraling in the wrong direction. They're going down the drain. So the areas that we focus on that we really recommend to start by focusing on the truth. It's not much different Nikki than if you ever go, I don't know if you ever been to Minnesota, but they've got the Mall of America. This gigantic mall that has hundreds and hundreds of stores, it's got amusement park, it's got tons of restaurants, and when you get there, unless you've been there before, one of the first things that you're going to do is walk in the walk in and you're going to look for one of those kiosks that have a map and it says you are here. That's what I mean by saying truthful, being truthful. Now, guess what? If you want to take the boys and go to that uh, the amusement park area, you look for it on the map and you say, oh, wow, we parked on the wrong side. We're, that's at the other end of the mall. So let's start going in that direction. You have a new goal. You have a new plan. And now you can decide, oh, that's on the first floor. We're on the second floor. We need to take an escalator down. Let's go that way. And then along the way, you look for another kiosk. Are you moving in the right direction? Yes. Well, that's what happens with a lot of people is that they're not checking into that first kiosk. They're just kind of pretending, oh God, oh my God, I got to, I hope it works out. That is not a strategy. And so you really want to get to that place where it's like, where am I? And if you're not making the profit, you're not getting the results with your clients. You're not getting enough clients. That's the truth you need to start with. And then we can say, okay, what are all the consequences that I'm working harder and getting paid less? My clients aren't staying as long. They're not paying as much. Inflation is killing me. So it's kind of like if you're not making 15 to 30% more this year than last year, you're already behind 15 to 30%. Sure. And that, that's if you had the same number of clients as last year. And what I'm finding is that unless people have great strategies and great support with someone in their ear that knows what they're doing, they're not getting the same number of clients as last year. And that was less than the year before. So people are moving in the wrong direction. So let's talk about the third one too. And that's enroll them in your solution. This is critical. Once you realize the problem and the dream, now you as the expert, you need to decide, is this someone I can work with? Is this someone I want to work with? And is this someone that's going to show up and do the work? One of the biggest mistakes people make when they get in scarcity and fear mode is they'll take any business they can get because they need the money. And what happens though, is let's say for example, and I know this isn't your case, Nikki, but let's say you're a relationship coach and all of a sudden you're a relationship coach, you're a relationship coach, that's your niche. But someone gets on the phone and they're like, yeah, I don't have a relationship problem, but my business is really bad. Oh, oh, I can coach you there too. Even though you might not have had that expertise, now all of a sudden you need the money. So you take that client and it's like pulling teeth because your niche was over here, but you had to get the money over here. Well, that's also true for types of people to work with. There are certain types of profiles that, that are not a lot of fun to work with. They're argumentative. They don't listen. They're not coachable and they don't want to do the work. Yeah. That is a recipe for misery and suffering, yeah. but I need the money. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take the client. Next thing you know, you've got someone in the wrong niche. You've got the wrong profile. And now all of a sudden your life and your, your business is the biggest source of stress in your life, even worse than the recession. So that's the sort of thing too, which is one of the things I love that you do, Nikki, is you work to teach people what is your area of genius. And then you work in that area of genius and you become the go-to expert where you know the nuance better than anybody. 
you know what their fears are better than anybody, you know the solutions better than anybody, but it's like you can't do 50 zillion different types of things better than everybody, but you can pick that once. So when you enroll them in the solution, like I said, that people at the end of the day, if they don't buy the problem, they will not buy the solution. And your job is to find out whether or not this is a client you want to work with, can work with, and if they're going to do the work. And then I start talking about how I can help. This is the final and smallest part of the entire conversation. And this is also the part two where we get to price. The price that you charge is in direct proportion to the size of the problem and the skill set needed to solve it. Mm. So what's happening when people don't know how to get clients, they, they only have to negotiate on price. And instead of going ahead and charging what is their program is worth, they don't know how to do it. So next thing you know, they're charging $100 a session. And now the person only shows up once a month. And that $3,000 potential client now is $100 a month if they're lucky. So that's the part two where it's like, if you don't get clear on the problem, you don't get clear on the solution, then you're, you're spinning your wheels. You're in trouble in this market, this economy, big time. Mark, I took really detailed notes. The thing that struck me the most, because you said it twice, is if people don't buy the problem, they won't buy the solution. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. So if I don't think that my relationship is catastrophic, if I don't feel that the fighting with my wife and, you know, I'm not saying it's us that we don't do this, but pretend you're working with a client. And if they don't buy that, this is a huge problem that they're looking down the barrel of an $80,000 divorce and seven years of grief, because those are the national statistics. If they don't look at the fact that their kids are probably be in rehab, if they don't understand that this is a big, big problem, that's going to create a lot of pain for everybody. They're not going to listen to you. How about solving it? Or let's talk about business. If they think that the same thing and they're completely, remember, hopium is not a business strategy. And what happens is that, oh, oh, I don't want to even look at my numbers. Why don't they want to look at their numbers? Because they know they're a fraction of what they were three years ago. So they don't look at their numbers. They're still living in the belief that they're doing 30,000 a month. In reality, they're four to 6,000 if they're lucky. And so they're not looking at the truth. So because of that, the people that get on the phone with people like that is they're letting them still tell me the story about 30,000 a month. And they get on the phone and they're saying, well, I just want to find out what you're doing, Nikki, and tell me about you. And I want to find out whether or not I'm looking to scale my business. And if we don't get real about how bad it's gotten, they will not buy whatever you're offering them. They're sitting back here, not realizing that they're on the, the, the edge of a cliff. That's their business is really rapidly falling off. So that's why it's critical. If you're going to make it in this market, you have to understand how to articulate your message, but the message comes in the solution phase. And that's the third step after the problem, then the solution, and then or the, the dream, and then the solution in that order. Yeah, that makes sense. And the sense. businesses we have that are doing that are crushing it because right now there people are jumping on the phone because they have acute pain. You have to look past their coping mechanisms and their survival stories. Well, Nikki, it's not that bad. And, you know, or, you know, I've been doing this for 10 years, Nikki, and, you know, I'm doing pretty good, you know, and, uh, you know, just got a listing last month and, you know, and da, 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 da. well, three years ago, they had eight listings in July. Now they have one. But if you don't know how to get there to the truth, you're in trouble. And what everyone else wants to do is show up to the same listing appointment, the same business meeting like they did three and four years ago, 10 years ago. 
Let me tell you about Prudential. Let me tell you about Keller Williams. Let me tell you about this company. We're the biggest, the best. We've been in business the longest. We have billions of dollars and trillions of dollars in assets, and they're skipping over your problem completely. That won't work today. So that would be the part that I would point out to people is you got to understand that the buyer today is acutely activated to fix the problem. But that doesn't mean they have Visa tattooed across their forehead. That means they're going to show up on the call and they're going to start kind of probing you, trying to find out how you're different and if you care and if you can give them certainty and clarity. But that's kind of where the shifts are that I'm noticing to make it today's market. That's what you need to do. So, Mark, if you're going to do that, if you're going to get clear on, um, you know, what their dream is, if you're going to get clear on what their problem is, if you're going to get clear on how your solution can help, there's got to be a process that you follow, right? Uh, and, and I know we don't have time to get into like a whole deep dive on a structure, but what would the what would kind of be the high level process that you think people need to follow when they're having an honest to goodness conversation with a potential client? Sure. Great question. So the process that I do is number one, is it actually starts before the call. There's a pre-call ritual that I would recommend people start to do. And that's really to become present to the client and present to the fact that you're about to serve a fellow human being. And what happens though, is that you have to kind of break out of, oh my God, I need money. Oh my God, I need to get some sales. That energy is the antithesis of what will get you enrollments. That's like um, broadcasting massive commission breath and people just don't want it right now. So that part, I would have you start there before the call. I'd get present to the fact this is somebody's mom, somebody's dad, someone's son, daughter. This is a fellow human being who you might be able to help. And I would start with that. I would start with the feeling and the vibration of I get to serve another client and feel them enrolling in our program and our solution. Then I'd start with a framing of the call properly where you go ahead and explain how we're going to do the call, what the objectives and the goals are of the call. Um, if the call's recorded, you need to tell them that in a lot of countries and states you do. And then I'd start with just jump right to the, the meat and potatoes, which is what's not working in your business, your relationship, your health right now. I don't have time to get the backstory. I don't need the backstory. I don't need to. You tell me when you're in seventh grade, you had a ruptured hamstring and then you got hernia and then you were beaten up by the bullies. It's, it's not relevant today. What's relevant today. And then I'm going to start uncovering and getting into the problem that you're facing right now. And as the expert, I'm going to take you to places on what else could be going wrong, how else that is affecting you. And so by doing that, I'm going to get very clear on what are all of the consequences to your situation. What is it? How is it negatively impacting you? How is it negatively impacting your family and your kids? How is it impacting your future and your opportunities, your employees, anything that it might be impacting you? I'm going to explore that for, for a good amount of time. Then I'm going to test it and we're going to flip the switch and I'm going to say, find out whether or not I, you qualify to work with me, whether you're a good fit. Are you going to be a know-it-all? Are you going to be a yeah, but kind of guy? Well, I like to do it this way. Yeah, but I do it this way. Or are you going to be coachable? Are you going to be decisive? So I'm testing to find out, is this somebody who is serious to solve the problem? And you ask questions about that. Let's say we invite you in, we show you how to solve it. What would your relationship be like when it's great? And I start getting them connected to the dream. Now, when we're clear on the problem and now we're clear on the dream and they're committed to solve it, then and only then do I go and show them how we would work together and how we could do it. 
And then I can explain our process. We can explain our program, how many weeks, how many months, um, how we deliver, why it's so important. And then after that, then I make it simple for them. And it's like, great, how do you want to, how do you want to do that? And I help them solve the problem. Very similar to Nordstrom's. If you ever go into a high-end store like Nordstrom's and when you have your arms filled with a bunch of clothes, the lady walks up from behind the counter and says, oh, would you like me to help you with that? You want me to ring that up? Would you like me to box those up for you? And that's just one of the things they're doing is an added form of service to help you get the outcome. I want the clothes. That's why I'm carrying them around. You sure that would be great. Can we put them on the counter? And what most people are doing is they never got clear on the problem. They never got clear on a solution. All they did is tell them about how we, how we work. And now they're hoping the client buys that in spite of them. That will not, that's not an effective strategy. So I, so that, that's brilliant. So here's, here's, here's how I got it. Just make sure I got it right. So first of all, pre-call ritual, get present of the client, their fellow human being, someone who, someone's mom, dad, son, daughter, husband, wife, someone with hopes, dreams, and fears. Just get, get present that you're there to be of service. Second, frame the call. Let them know how it's going to go. Let them know if you're going to record it, et cetera. Third, dive into what's not working. Uncover the problem and go deep. Spend quite a bit of time on that. And then as the expert, you got to also help them see the consequences they're not seeing, the impact on their health, their family, all the stuff they're not looking at because they got, you know, ostrich syndrome, head in the sand, right? Yep. And then fourth, you got to flip the script. Do you qualify to work with me? Are you committed to solve the problem? If I bring you in here, like, you, you know, are you going to do the work? What, what, what would life be like for you if we help solve this problem for you? And then fifth, this is how we solve the problem. And then finally, would you like our help? <laughs> Yeah, let's do it because you have to, the client still has to claim that they, they're going to take your hand. You can't legally put a gun to their head and force them no, to fix their life. No, you can't. And so that's the part too, where they have to make the grown up decision to say, yeah, you know what? This has been a truthful conversation. I'm ready to solve the problem. And that's what it means to enroll them in their dream. It's like, here's the problem. We have a solution. We can help you here. Are you ready to do it? Let's do it. And beyond that, that's when the rubber meets the road. That's when you can find out if somebody's truly committed or they're just talking about it. And here's the truth. There's a lot of people out there that want to look great and get in shape, but they don't want to change their diet. They don't want to do the work in the gym. They don't want to go, go out and work out. And success doesn't work that way. Success in business will require you outside of your comfort zone. It will require you to innovate and add value to your clients. And there are some people that you know, we get them all the time on, on the call, they'll call up and they don't want to serve a client. They just want to be rich. And, and you don't get rich by adding no value. You get rich by adding value to your fellow man in one way or the other, you either solve the problem, you do it for them and solve the problem. But it's like, if you look at Tesla and, and Elon Musk, he added massive value first with PayPal. He created an online trading platform that allowed businesses on predominantly eBay receive credit cards. That protected the buyers, that protected the sellers, and everybody was happy, and they made billions of dollars. Then the same thing with Tesla and Solar City. He had the number one solar company. He was providing a huge value because electricity was skyrocketing. He made it very easy for people to get solar on their house and then lock in for 25 years, like 90, 80, 80 to $100 instead of 200, 300, $400 electric bill. So he made, served a lot of people, made a lot of money. Same thing with Tesla and very quickly in one generation became the most successful business, a car company in the world. And it's the most valuable car company on the planet. And he's solving problems. If you look at Amazon, 
Amazon took something as simple as selling books out of a garage and created the largest, I mean, at one point was the world's richest person because he innovated delivery. I mean, you can order stuff now on Amazon, order it right now, and it'll be here in two hours. That's insane. Yeah. And so that's the sort of thing too, that anybody that is ignorant and trying to get rich by doing nothing, that's just not a great recipe. So even, you know, not to say that drug dealers add value, but they're delivering a service that people want. I don't like it, but those guys know a lot more about business than a lot of the business graduates that get out of school. So, you know, that's the part too, where it's like, if you're out there looking at, you're going to be paid and you're going to make as much money. It is a direct proportion to the number of people you serve to their dream. So let's do that. That feels good versus the other way where people are, you know, trying to get rich by doing nothing. Um, and all of those guys too, those people have had a huge awakening that, you know, the get rich quick, do nothing. It's just not happening. No, it's not happening. It's over. That, that, that ship has sailed a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, as they say. So for people that are listening, I'd say really kind of double down and take a look. Today's, um, I don't know what day this is going to air, but right now it's, it's Lionsgate, which is a really big for people that are into that set, it's a really big time to, to manifest and create what you want. If you want to win, it's the time because buyers right now are more scared and more uncertain than they have been in a very long time. If you show up in love and you show up in, in service and you show up helping them get clear on the problems and all the consequences, you can help them show them how and then and help them do it. Be their coach, be their mentor, put them in your program because it's not about your program. It's about that investment is investing in themselves to solve the problem. And that's the price. And you can very, very well in this market, but more importantly, you can serve humanity at a time they need you most. That's why you're going to get paid and get paid well. So that's where I'd have you focus in today's market. So Mark, um, I want to, you know, you spoke about investing in yourself and Mm -hmm. I used to a coach, Robin Sharma, who wrote The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. When I was a fitness trainer, he was one of my clients. But he taught me a lot of things. I've done some of his programs as well. And the smartest thing I ever heard come out of his mouth was, if you ever want to double your income in any given year, all you have to do is triple your investment in your own personal and professional development. And I'm just wondering, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with what he has to say? percent. So if you think of your brain as a garden, right, and your brain is a garden, most gardens that people have are undisciplined and unintentionally planted. So they're planted with a bunch of weeds that have come from society, from negative teachers, from negative bullies, from friends that were negative. And so the people's brains are polluted with a bunch of, well, you can't do it. It's the wrong time. Well, you can't, you've never done it before, Nikki, and all this kind of negative talk, and that takes root in our brain. So Robin Sharma is absolutely correct. Now, you can even do better than that, too. It's not just investing in in self-help or in your brain. It's getting the right investment in your brain will even be more effective. That's the only caveat I would put an asterisk on that. I know there's a lot of people out there teaching outdated strategies and outdated um nuance that that worked before the market changed so a lot of those same systems that would have worked in the 80s the 90s the early 2000s those type of self-help gurus are not anywhere near as effective today and that's the big part that i would look at anybody that i would look at today before i made an investment is are there people making money today because this is a unique market 
Second thing is there's a couple things I look at when I'm looking at that. Number one is, does this person that I'm about to invest with, do they really care about me? And I can honestly say, I hate to say it, but most of the people I know on the stages of the country do not care. They They just want their ego filled and they want their Ferrari. They want their jet. And that's what motivates them. So there's a lot of people that are getting information and not the support for transformation. So the first thing I look for is, do they care? Number two, do they have strategies that will work today? There was somebody, I won't say who, but she copied a lot of our stuff and they even copied the metadata in our computer and they denied, 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 but they have not been relevant for over a decade. And in order for them to try and be relevant, they tried to copy our stuff. That is not a mentor I would want today because they're claiming, you know, back on our fortune 500 and we were in the fastest growing. That was over 13 years ago. They haven't done anything since. So the third piece is that I want to know, do the strategies, but can they help different types of businesses? Occasionally, you're going to see people that had a flash in the pan. I won't say who he is, but there was a um, mindset coach and he had all these different clients. Oh, let me tell you about business. Let me, he's never built a business, right? And he's, oh, let me tell you how to build a business. Let me tell you how to business. Well, we had a client who had him as his mindset coach. We took him by the hand. We took him from zero and got him to $2 million a year with his online business and his speaking business. Well, this mindset coach is like now touting him around the world, like, look at what I did with this guy. And it's interesting. Well, if that's the case, how come there were no other success stories other than the one that we coached? And how come, again, if that was the case, that you didn't help anybody? So I always like to look at the fruit on the tree. And one of the ones that people forget about, guys, is that do they really care? You need somebody that's going to be in your corner, that's going to have your back because you are human and you're going to want to waffle. You're going to wobble. You're going to not sure when the, when you get out of that comfort zone, you're going to need somebody strong that has your back that can remind you of your greatness. And those are the little things that I look at when, when picking a mentor today. And that's true. If I wanted to get into real estate, you know what I mean? I have a real estate license. I let it elapse, but I was a broker for 20 years. But if I was going to start buying and flipping property, I would find the most effective guy who has a track record right now, who's willing to coach and mentor me. And then I would listen to what he said and I'd be his best student. I wouldn't go back to the guy that sold no money down in the eighties. He's been around longer, but that stuff doesn't work today. I want to listen to the guy who made $40 million in the last five years with real estate or Bitcoin or, you know, any of the cryptos. And I want somebody that's actively doing it and can help other people. And he genuinely cares. And that's, that's brilliant. That's right. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So you got to invest in yourself, you got to invest in the right mentor. You got to invest in a mentor who is doing something that is working today. You got to invest in a mentor that cares. I wholeheartedly believe in that. We care very deeply about everybody, the people we work with, and even the people we don't work with, we still care about them. We want them to win. We want them to leave every interaction with us uplifted and moving forward. And you want to have somebody that has strategies that work today. I think that's super, super important. Yeah. And they obviously have to have the ability to help more than one type of business because if they're only helping one yeah. type of business, then they're a one trick pony. And unless you're that pony, yeah. then you know they can't help you. No, that's cool. Yeah, there's guys in the fitness industry. And, and again, we knew some of the top guys in the whole fitness industry. And it was interesting when their market started to catch up to them and they started losing market share. Next thing you know, he wanted to be an online guru. He never did it online. He, he knew the language and the mindset of a gym owner. 
He knew how to help gym owners, but all of a sudden he needed money. And next thing you know, he was trying to do online marketing and be a guru there. And then he wanted to do relationships, even though he was single and he was trying to do all these different things. And that's not who you want. You want somebody that owns their, owns their product and their service and their skill set, and they're willing to help you with it. And then you're absolutely correct. Robin's absolutely correct. The best investment you'll ever make in real estate is between the six inches in your brain and you want to invest, but invest wisely. And that's the kind of thing too, like Bitcoin, great example. It's a great place to lose money if you don't know what you're doing. Well, how about, how about the stock market? That's a great place to lose money if you don't know what you're doing. How about options? That's a great place to lose money if you don't know what you're doing. And Facebook ads, that's a great place to lose money if you don't know what you're doing. How about an Amazon store? Great place to lose money if you don't know what you're doing. So investing in an expert that knows the niche that you're going into and is willing to help you is the fastest hack and the best return on investment you'll ever make. Mark, you know, we got a few months left till the end of the year and there's folks listening to this who'd love to add six figures, quarter million, half a million, a million dollars or more to their income at the end of the year. And, you know, um, what would be your advice i mean kind of like you know how we do our uh three expert action steps to end off each episode let's kind of use that because you and i would we're we're doing something together in october we're doing an event so what do you what are you telling people what should they do now in order to get them to the promised land by the end of the year sure the first thing that i would say too is that you have to decide and and decide means to cut off from any other option but you need to decide am i committed to winning the next six months or not It's going to start with that. You need to get your beliefs in alignment that you can win the second half of this year. Um, Now, in order to do that, you're also going to need to have goals that inspire you and motivate you. And it's kind of like the, I forget the year, maybe it was 2017 when the New England Patriots were down 28 to three to the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. They were getting pounded, but that wasn't the game. The game plays four quarters. And at halftime, the coach went in and the, he just calmly looked at the team. He said, we're going to win this game and here's how. Then when he got out, there was a little receiver. I think it was Amandala. I'm not sure. But he was walking up and down the sidelines, just screaming at the guys. We just get the ball, get the ball back. Stop him and get the ball. And he was like getting them all amped up. And then Tom Brady got involved in it. Then one of the linemen got involved. And very quickly, you could see the entire physical physical shift where they went from seated and ejected because they got pounded in the first half and they started standing up, couldn't wait to get back on the field. That's the energy shift. And that starts with your beliefs, starts with a goal that we're going to win. And then we get into the action steps. When those two steps happen, I have clear cut goals to win. I have beliefs now that align me to win instead of, oh, it's too hard. Well, poverty's hard, but so is success. Choose your heart. And then I'm going to go after I do that. Then I start looking for mentorship and a vehicle. I'm going to want to go ahead and get somebody in my corner. I'm going to want an expert mentor and a proven plan. Those two things. And you're going to be able to rock the second half of this year. I like it, man. Yeah. So I love that. Poverty's hard. So success. Choose your heart. That's an MVM original, man. I love it. Yeah. At least you get, I'd rather be tired and exhausted and be rich than I would be tired, exhausted and be poor and miserable. So, and it's not money that I'm after it's, it's freedom and it's an impact. And it's like money comes on the back end of you serving a lot of people out of pain. So if I get rich, that means I served a ton of people using my gifts and my skill set. Nothing wrong with that. 
So that's where I'd have you focus. But again, if you're, if you don't consciously claim victory and you don't consciously change and align your beliefs to make sure you do that, and there's a way to do that very quickly and effectively. But if you don't do that, the other ones in your garden, in your mind have already been planted by the economy, by the media, by the news, by your family, by everyone else. Know how to plant your garden in your mind with what you want. That's the goals. You need to rip out the ones that no longer serve you. And then you need to get expert proven mentorship, a proven plan. And then you have to act and take action and hustle and serve people out of pain. You do that. You're going to have a huge year. Decide. Choose your heart. Even if you're behind at the halfway point. That's right. Decide. Choose your heart. Pick a proven mentor with a proven system. I love it. Those are three awesome experts. And then let's get after it. Let's get after it. So. Listener, Mark Von Muser is the real deal. This is a man who has added hundreds of millions of dollars to the people he has worked with businesses. He's, he is the single greatest heart-driven sales expert in the world. He's actually the single greatest sales expert in the world, but honestly, he leads the heart-driven space. So listen to this episode, take detailed notes, share it with your friends that are struggling right now because they need to hear this and make sure that you jump onto our website, eastcircleacademy.com, click on the button that says book a success call and book a success call. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your business. Let's talk about are you on track to hit your target in 2022 or not? And if you're not, let's talk about what you need to do to make it happen for yourself. It's a free call. Take advantage of it. Mark, my brother, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. It's an honor. Thanks for having me. And guys, um, remember it's well, claim your victory, claim your, claim your greatness. Now's the time. And it's like, let's make 2022 your best year yet. And then create massive momentum for 2023. Because if you don't turn the ship, uh, you're in trouble because you're going to need to do it quickly. Otherwise, the people that do are going to capture the market share and then it'll be too late. So let's get after it while there's still a chance. 100%. And given the craziness of the world, it's more important than ever to be at the uh, ahead of the curve rather than behind the curve. Yeah, thousand percent. All righty, Nikki. All right, man. That wraps up another. Love everybody. Thank you. That wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. Find out more about Mark von Muser. Go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com or wherever you happen to listen to this episode, and make sure that you take action today. Don't be a hobbyist. Don't be a dabbler. Be decisive. Until next time. Goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.